Hey, how you doing? It's Nena Ofebu here. So excited that you are back for part two of our mini series on how to stop self-sabotage. And I have got some wonderful nuggets to share with you in this week's episode. And I really hope that you will find it most interesting and most useful. Last week, we really just delved in, we, we dug into self-sabotage and we just kind of broke it down and made it very easy to understand and to wrap our heads around and I want to continue with that this week so this week I am going to be breaking down good habits and what they look like versus bad habits and what they look like and although it sounds quite kind of simple and childlike I think it's quite essential for us to have an understanding so that we can identify who we can look up at our own lives or we can identify you know those areas that perhaps we hadn't viewed as bad habits those those patterns of behavior that we hadn't classified as bad um and then see how we can tweak see what we can tweak and how we can tweak our behaviors our behavioral patterns so that we can get those results that we desire because I believe ultimately it is about wanting the best for yourself you know it is about self-care and it does come down to self-love and if you're at that place where you're beginning to to learn how to love yourself and accept yourself you'll also begin to want better for yourself so it's 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 may sound light and fluffy but actually it's really important it's quite a pertinent topic and it's quite critical that we all examine ourselves and we put the microscope you know put our lives under the microscope as it were so that we can weed out those things that are not serving us so if this is the first time that you're tuning in to the yes you can podcast you are so welcome i'm thrilled that you are here i really hope that you're going to find yes you can a source of encouragement a source of inspiration and also a source of kind of valuable content and information for you to chew on and for you to consume that is going to serve you and is going to bring value to to what you're doing or what you are attempting to do so I would love to keep in contact with you I'd love to connect with you you know after listening to the podcast if you'd like to ask me any questions please do reach out I love I'd love to hear from you and I will drop my social contacts at the end of the show okay guys so sit back tune in and enjoy Welcome back to part two of how to stop self-sabotaging. So in part one, we were discussing what self-sabotage was, how it shows shows up and what it looks like and the effects that it has on us. And one thing I did mention was if you want to measure your behavior and your, you know, 
your um, bad habits and see whether they really are having a negative effect on you. The best thing for you to do is to look and see if they are your bad habits are detracting from you, if they are depleting you in any way um and when i say in any way i mean look at your finances look at your emotional well-being look at your health look at your um your um you know your your mental state as well and you will be able to tell whether or not your bad habits are the cause or you know are causing you to self-sabotage And so this week, in this week's episode, I really want to talk about good habits versus bad habits. Good habits versus bad habits. So, I mentioned... So I mentioned last week how bad habits are formed in the absence of a proper self-management system in our lives. And it's also formed in the absence of self-discipline and also self-control. But what do I mean by self-management? It's having a system of managing yourself. And that system could be anything from having a morning routine. It could be from exercising. It could be a system of being focused on your goals. So all of your daily activities are helping you to work towards achieving a goal. Um, And so this week I want to tie that in with what our habits look like good and bad and some good examples of bad habits that I wanted to bring up with you is what I'm going to share right now so for example now I did mention last week as a caveat that some people's bad habits may not be everybody's bad habits So somebody may not view smoking or kind of living a sedentary lifestyle, overeating as a bad habit. And it may not be for them. It may not be causing them to self-sabotage ultimately. Um, But other examples of bad habits are, for example, procrastination, gambling, critical self-talk, making excuses, overspending, addictions, smoking, it could, you know, the list could go on and on and on, but I just wanted to drop some examples for you so that it will help to kind of nudge one or two of us who are listening and will give us an idea of what I mean by bad habits because some people might think that a bad habit is one thing and one thing only because they've been told by um, family or or relatives or parents when growing up or teachers you know that's such a bad habit don't do that cover your mouth when you cough it's you know it's polite it's manners and if you don't cover your mouth it's a bad habit you know those are social conditionings that we've all experienced but bad habits are not necessarily 
societal conditionings. Um, so that's why I wanted to share those examples of what bad habits could potentially be for some of us. And the list is a mixture of smaller, less detrimental bad habits, which are just as important, as well as big bad habits, you know, more serious bad habits like addictions, alcoholism, drug addiction, you know, other other types of bad habits, for example. So, how do we address bad habits? How do we deal with them? One of the ways I would definitely say is by forming good habits to replace the bad habits with. And you do that from implementing a system of self-management. So it's through self-management you'll be able to substitute those bad habits with good ones. Okay? So good habits are the behaviours that we formed that serve us positively in some way. So for some examples of good habits, again, these are subjective in nature up until a certain point. Okay, so for example, waking up on time or waking up early. Some people rise before sunrise so they can get a lot more out of their day. And I think that's amazing. And that's definitely something that I am working towards at the moment. I think the earliest I get up at the moment is 6.30. But, you know, on this journey, there's always room for more, you know, for improvement. There's always room, you know, for you to keep doing better if you want to push yourself to get the maximum um, results. So... I am aiming to start waking up at 5am but it's definitely a good habit to start implementing and people swear by it you know there's so much information out there on implementing and the benefits of implementing a morning routine and I would definitely recommend if you haven't already started or if you haven't already been looking into that that you should explore that as one way of helping you to implement a a self-management system for you to start knocking certain bad bad habits on the head definitely start with a morning routine exercising is another thing I again at the moment I'm not exercising as much as I, I want to but what I am doing is I'm making sure every morning I wake up and I stretch I I move my body in some way or another. I do exercises in the house as part of my morning routine. Eating healthily. Eating healthily is a great place to start. And it gives you that power again. You know, you feel empowered once you can start to take more control over what you eat. As long as it's something that isn't an area of um, struggle for you. I know that eating is an is tied to emotions and it can be an area of struggle for some people um and so if that is then you you need to be a lot more stricter with yourself when it comes to what you eat but eating healthily even if it's drinking more water even if you just say to yourself you know what i'm going to drink more water i'm going to just have one or two pieces of fruit a day more than I than I was before 
you know, wherever you can start, start with whatever you have, wherever you are, I would definitely say that, you know, um, sometimes we sit and we procrastinate, which is another bad habit, um, but we procrastinate and we were waiting for the perfect time. I know with me, when I relocated from the UK to West Africa to Nigeria, a lot of the things that I had implemented like two or three years before into my life, like as part of a self-management system, became a lot more challenging to maintain just because of my location or because of um, the fact I was moving around a lot and I wasn't in one place for very long until I I found a more kind of permanent um, residence. So I wasn't always able to keep up with all of the things that I was doing when I was stable, when I was um, more established and, and in one place. So a lot of those things then... I fell out of the habit of doing them and because of that I was like oh so waking up early and you know doing certain things things as part of my morning routine I couldn't do because then my priority was actually shifting on shifted to something else and so in my desire to go back and implement those systems in my life I was like ah well I'd love to start but it's not the perfect time but I don't have my own place yet, but I'm not settled in my accommodation, but I haven't started a job, but when, you know, when I start working, then I'll be able to do X, Y, and Z, then I'll be able to start exercising or blah, 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 and so that was part of me self-sabotaging, and then what happened was the effects of that procrastination, which was actually was a bad habit that I um that I had that I you know that I kind of dealt with once I started my self-improvement journey but then when things started to slip and slide the procrastination came back again because my systems my self-management systems again began I began to relax on that so then the bad habit of self of procrastination reared its its head again and what happened was that procrastination actually was helping me to self-sabotage because I was putting off doing or implementing those systems of self-management I wasn't producing anything I wasn't hitting any goals I wasn't you know, um, for example, the Yes You Can podcasts then took a back seat. Like I wasn't recording any episodes. And so there was a period of about, I'd say a good couple of months, at least three or four months, if not more, where I didn't record any shows. And it, you know, it had a knock on effect in other areas as well. So that's just to illustrate what I'm talking about. It's just to give you an example of how our bad habits actually are the the, the root cause of us self-sabotaging. It's through bad habits. And even now, procrastination was, you know, has been trying to come back. But I know that I need to just keep on top of that by sticking to my 
self-management um, plan, sticking to it and foc- being focused, being 100% focused on getting stuff done and doing things when they need to be done. Don't put it off. Don't say, oh, I'll do that later. Oh, I can do that tomorrow. Mm, do I, can, can I do that n- next week? No, do it today. Do it now so that you can begin to see results so let's talk about how to stop self-sabotage I have mentioned that we tackle self-sabotage by looking at what I've mentioned what is the cause of self-sabotage and it is bad habits I've mentioned how to tackle um bad habits and that is or where bad habits come from and that is they come from an absence of self-control self-discipline and self-management and now I want to talk to you about how we can stop self-sabotaging altogether what practical tips can I leave with you so that you can implement them in your own life if this is an area of struggle for you Now, one thing I would definitely say is that it's so critical that we do tackle self-sabotage in our own individual lives because self-sabotage cuts into our level of forward progress. And what it does, it keeps us locked in a negative pattern of stagnation and in experiencing false starts and even failures you know near misses failures completely just not hitting the mark and that's why we have to make sure that we deal with self-sabotage and it's not about one person being better than the other it's not about you know self-criticizing and self-loathing like I like I mentioned in my introduction, it it is about doing this from a place of self-love. You have to really want the best for yourself to have to be able to tackle self-sabotage. It wasn't something I was able to do in the past. And I didn't realize how much self-loathing I really had for myself. But now looking back, I can understand, you know, self-sabotage is also, um, I would say, inflated or hyped up from self-loathing. If you do not feel good about yourself, if you hate yourself, if you feel that you know, you are just a loser, you're just, you know, if you have that much self-loathing, you're not going to be in a position to be able to honestly get a handle on self-sabotage. So you really need to get to a place where you love yourself enough to do this so that you can move past 
pit stops, these areas where you always seem to kind of fall down. And I would really recommend that you listen to my previous podcast episodes and get the encouragement that I offer there because I've recorded some excellent episodes um, over the past two years for you to help you to honor your inner voice and your true desires for wanting you know wanting more for yourself I've recorded an episode on chasing your purpose being I've recorded an episode on being true to yourself and and how not to suppress your inner desire to want more and better for yourself I've recorded episodes on how to tackle your comfort zones and I've recorded some episodes on how to how to perform a self-review so that you can look back on your performance so do check those out but I want to share with you now my own tip on how to stop the self-sabotage and the first thing that you really need to do is you need to acknowledge that you have been sabotaging yourself through your bad habits and that's basically what I've just been saying you know you can only really do that effectively from a place of love and I really hope that if you're not there yet that today you decide to start that journey and you decide to start loving yourself enough to want better for yourself and that could just be by deciding to make a change deciding to you know um to honor that desire to want better for yourself and to to see that you deserve to want better for yourself you deserve better so you really need to have to to have a love for yourself you know to want to stop the self-sabotage and the first step is to acknowledge that you have been self-sabotaging and for some people it's not easy but I believe that by listening to this podcast that is exactly what you are doing right now you are acknowledging that you have been sabotaging your career your marriage your business your health what in whatever area whatever area of your life and so in doing that you will then be able to focus on the most damaging bad habit for you to stop and to change so you need to really just identify what is that thing that you what's that pattern of behavior that you have been doing has not been helping you are you argumentative do you criticize other people a lot push people away from you do you 
make excuses as to why you're not going to start tackling your weight or do you change your mind at the last minute you commit to do something and then you change your mind at the last minute maybe through fear or anxiety whatever it may be so just take a minute just to identify what the possible bad habit is what's the major one what which is the one that you can think of easily you know and then you'll be able to counter that bad habit with a good one with a good habit so you want to now counter that bad habit by forming a good habit and in forming that good habit you'll be able to build up your self-control build up your self-discipline so for example if your bad habit is procrastination making excuses but let's let's say it's procrastination for now one of the ways that I tackled my procrastination was just to take action if I said to myself okay I need to write something I need to submit something I I need to get something done I've I've identified what I need to do and then I need to now put a time deadline against it so that I know when it needs to get done. Procrastination, as I'm sure you all know what procrastination is, will rear its ugly head and make me say, um, okay, I'll give myself a little bit more time than I need to. In fact, let's just put this action step over here. And so what I then had to do to tackle that procrastination was to take immediate action, was to carry out that that goal, that action step immediately, was to remove any delay, was to identify that I was delaying in the first place deliberately and then counter that and say, no, actually, let's do it now. And so that was now my good habit. My good habit was taking immediate action let's do this now let's get this done now and I'm so glad I started doing that because it's now started showing up in other ways for example I find myself doing things I'm like okay I cook and instead of leaving the dishes for the following morning say I've cooked an evening meal and leave the dishes for the following morning after I finish eating I get up and I'll start washing the plates immediately now for some people it's not a big deal they do that anyway but for people who have an issue with procrastination and putting things off putting off you know less enjoyable tasks or things they may find difficult or things they're frightened of um, until you know whenever they feel that they're going they're happy to do it which of course may never come in some cases you know for, for people who have that problem it's it's a big deal and it's a nice way to recognize that actually this stuff works it actually works and I want you to discover that too I want you to also have that experience of seeing and you know and and experiencing positive changes in your behavior and in your thinking and 
I'm going to plug another one of my episodes at this point. (laughs) Um, I've got an episode available on mindsets. Please do listen to that because it also helps. And it, you know, it's, there's a lot of valuable tips and experiences that I share in my podcast episode about mindsets and how our mindsets are so important. So yeah, guys, I want to hear from you. I really hope that those tips for how um, you can stop self-sabotaging are going to help you. I really hope they do. And I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me, drop me an email, follow me, tweet me on Twitter, follow me on my other social media platforms. I will leave my contact details for you after this show. Guys, it has been an absolute pleasure. I could continue talking, but (laughs) I'm going to cut it short there. I really hope that this mini series has blessed you. I really hope that this mini series on how to stop self sabotaging has really given you something useful and, you know, giving you some tangible takeaways that you can start implementing so that you can stop self sabotaging too. All right, guys, until next week, take care and God bless. Hey, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I would really love for you to keep in touch with me. If you'd like to follow me on social media, then you can hook up with me on Facebook. Yes, you can has a Facebook page and it's Yes, You Can page. Or if you're more into Twitter, we are also on Twitter at Yes, You Can Editor. And we're also on Instagram. So our handle is yes, you can underscore gram. Or you can drop me an email. So feel free to message me and give me any feedback or any ideas that you may have for upcoming podcasts. So you can reach out to us at yesyoucaneditor at gmail.com. All right, folks, it's been a pleasure. And until next time, take care.